0: Okie okay, dokie, okay. moving on to subject number six of season four premiere, episode one. This one is losing Navajo funeral process. And I was, like I said, I was going to go with, you know, rituals or um, culture or traditions, but it's kind of hard to talk about that using the word funerals right right before it. But anyways, so my point about this one is, there's been a growing trend of families conducting funeral ceremonies. Um, the, you know, they're conducting these ceremonies any way they want because the elders are no longer around to teach those ways to them. Okay. So I'll tell you what I mean by using the example of, um, in the, I guess, the past few years, since last year's, um, 2021 when, uh, some people wanted to use the, uh, veteran Veterans Cemetery to bury their, their veteran loved ones there. So, um, there was a guy and he was an old man. I knew his time was coming. He knew his time was coming. Everybody knew his time was coming when he finally passed away. Cause he was a Korean war veteran. It really came down to his son and the mother. The mother is actually biological mother, you know, So the son and his mom, they were fighting each other over the estate of the, um, the elderly gentleman that passed on the veteran. And one of the things that came up from it was our veteran, Clagato veteran secretary was telling me, I don't know what they're going to do, but, um, you know, they're fighting over it now. And I told her, I said, well, you know what, um, when they're going to start digging the, the grave, Um, I think it was the next day I said, I will be there. And I said that way, if anybody's got a problem on, you know, what actually happened or who dug the grave, I'll say, I was right there, man. So you can't say that us Clagato veterans, um, um, the leadership here, (laughs) uh, as far as the officers go, you can't say that we did not, or none of us was not present because I was there. And I didn't want to take pictures, but you know, I'm just saying that just letting them know that I was there was, was good enough for me anyways. So what ended up happening was the grave diggers, they were actually using shovels and man, they were digging that ground. That ground was hard and they were using pickaxes and whatnot. And so they finally started breaking down the surface, going down lower, lower, you know, three feet, four feet, five feet. And, but you know, they eventually got to six feet, but there was a the little boy, and he was crawling around on the grave mounds. And I was like, oh, shit. You know, I thought they were going to get him, but nobody did. And then um, I did talk about this, and I think it was uh, season one. But I'll talk about it again just because it, it's going to narr- kind of like narrate my point of um, how we're just losing our ways. And the mother and the father, from what I could see, they just let that boy do whatever. You know, he started picking things up. But when once they saw him crawling on these grave mounds and touching the you know plastic flowers and stuff and they told him to get down and leave that alone and i guess he saw another grave with like a a car like a toy car on there and he was trying to get it and his mom or his dad told him not to well anyways during that that morning um while the funeral was going on and i was like "Damn, they're cutting it really close man but um they finished it in time by the way but um know, they were taking a break. What I was doing is I was just getting the the sand and pushing it back up. And so it wouldn't go back into the hole. So that's what I was doing. And, um, the, when it came time for, for treats, um, they gave that little boy a lunchable and he sat on a grave mound he started eating. I was like, Hey man, you ain't supposed to do that. Culturally, this boy should not be eating or he shouldn't even be here in the first place. Not only that, but he shouldn't be eating in the cemetery, man. He's going to develop all kinds of, uh, health problems from it because of the ghosts, not ghosts, the spirits that are roaming around, they see him, you know, they're pretty much jumping on that kid now, you know, especially whoever grave he was sitting on. Um, I always just felt bad because I was like, what is there for me to say at this point that is, is going to be relevant And if I tell them that he shouldn't be there eating and all that, they might say, well, he's not your kid. He's our kid. We do what we want. And I, you know, and I didn't want to be in a situation where I was going to argue a mother and father on how to raise their child, you know? So, um, they gave me a power aid, but I didn't set it on the ground. I just, I said, okay, thank you. I turned around, walked back out of the cemetery, put it in the car. And then, um later when I got really thirsty, I went back and I drank that, uh, Powerade outside the cemetery grounds. So I was, I was parked a good, what, 50 feet away, I guess. And, um, so I just kind of felt bad for, you know, that little kid. Okay. So now let's jump back up to the recent times. Um, there was that veteran I helped put a, helped Barry, helped to bury um, uh, last year, I would say about October maybe. And, um, when I talked to the the veteran, his daughter on the phone, I said, this is going to be your last time to have your dad there. Um, just make sure that when you do this, don't let anybody really, I mean, if they want to make a reference to the Bible, sure, that's fine, but don't let them start reading a whole passage. It's going to take a lot of time and it's going to take away from you what, how you want your dad to be remembered. I was telling her and excuse me. And I told her, um, I said, if anything, um, this is your moment to remember him how you want, because this is going to be the last time he'll be above the ground next. You know, by by the evening, he's going to be underground, you know. So, you know, just do what you can while he's still there and just believe that you're doing it the right way. And so it went pretty well until she's like, oh, my dad, you know, he, he loved a lot of rock music, so I'm going to play this for him. Uh, as a tribute because he always used to play it one for me and my sister and oh man she played that Guns N' Roses Sweet Child of Mine I was like oh fuck man I'm tired of this song so I just walked out of there I was was sick of that damn song so anyways um, after that um, I started to understand a little bit more how to conduct things and and the thing I didn't really realize at that time was the guy the veteran that, that passed away his wife that he married her sister was taking pictures and they weren't Navajo either. They're like, um, Asian, I think it was. So now, uh, it starts to develop new rules. Like, um, no camera, no, no photography, no, no video, no children allowed and no long sermons, you know, get to the point because, you know, the point is just to do a little, remembrance ceremony, I would say, before you put the person into the ground, cover them up, go back to the place of um, where there's going to be, you know, the reception of uh, food and stuff like that. Then do all the talking of, um, you know, what this person meant to these people and that person and stuff like that. And then, you know, that's where I started to learn a little bit more about that. And then uh, recently, I think it was back in February or March, it was during the colder, colder months. Uh, one of the veterans, his older brother died, but he wasn't a veteran. He was just a, a normal civilian, I, I would say. And he needed some help with the burial. So he asked me and I was like, damn, I really hate to do this. But I was like, all right, yeah, sure. And at that point, you know, he was saying, all right, uh, anybody say got any words to say to him? And I was going to volunteer right away, but I thought, no, wait, wait, That's that might be some bad manners because let let one of the family members talk about this guy first. Then I can say my little four or five minute, um, my little introduction and what I need to say. So one of the uncles, he came over, uh, he talked for about a good 20 minutes, I think. And... So then it was my turn. I said, Hey man, can I say something? He goes, yeah, go ahead. And so I introduced myself as the veteran, uh, vice commander. And I was just telling them that, um, you know, I don't really know the men we're putting away, but because the veteran here needed some help, that's what I'm here for. So this is where we all need to start, you know, helping each other. And, um, And I just said, as far as this guy here, you know, I I really don't know too much about him. But from what I've heard, you know, it seems like a really decent um, man who, um, you know, just made his contributions to this life. And, you know, we're just here to say, you know, thank you for whatever you could do for family and friends and all that. So I just kind of made it, you know, like that and just kind of talked a little bit about Clagato Veterans Nonprofit, what we're doing just to advertise, you know, it might've been in poor taste, but I did it to the point where I wasn't bragging about it. I just made like a quick little 20 to 30 seconds reference on it for the most part. So then now, you know, jump up to nowadays, um, to what happened this past weekend. Um, the burial of, um, you know, a relative, um, the thing about his burial was, It wasn't his burial, it was his funeral. The family was just kind of making up all kinds of things as they went along. Now I I realize that they're trying to be traditional, but there is no need. I don't I don't think anybody told them this because my mom knew about it, but she goes, um, there's no need for them to use an eagle feather on a grave. That's not what it's for. She was like, She goes, and then they put some cedar and smoked off his grave mound. She goes, You're not supposed to do that. So basically looking at it at a cultural standpoint, my mother was uh, very disappointed and she goes, you know, that's not supposed to happen. And she goes, and then they're playing a bunch of loud music. And, um, and then as the other thing, if they're going to play loud music, play Metallica, play, you know, nothing else matters or the unforgiven or whatever, you know, something small, uh, slow, slow tempoed. And, you know, just leave it at that one song because, what they played for him was like gospel music, gospel country music. And I'm like, as, as long as I knew, you know, this this relative, he did not jam to, you know, gospel country. So I was thinking his, his spirit or his ghost was probably like, what the hell is this? You know, so I was just like, damn, dude. Uh, if it was me, I would have uh, definitely arranged at least one good song to remember him by. Maybe something that he really used to like or listen to anyways. So that's what I'm saying. You know, right now, the way Navajo funerals go, we're taking pictures. We're letting kids crawl all over the graves, mounds, um, people spitting and, um, you know, people mixing feathers and um, what do you call it, cedar with dead people trying to feather them off and stuff like that. It's like... They're dead. What do they? What, what good is that going to do for them? You know, if anything, what we're doing now is we're just angering the departed, their spirits. So you talk about evil way; um, it's definitely going to be coming back at us. So maybe that's why the coronavirus took out more Navajos because uh, we've gotten to that point where we've just gotten so relaxed and so lazy that you know all these cultural teachings. We're like, ah, it's not going to affect me. It's not going to work. It's not going to do anything. It's, you know, oh, that's all, you know, that's just all a bunch of mumbo jumbo. (laughs) So, but, you know, death will reveal the answer, you know, and there it was, you know. So it's just, that's just something I want to bring up. And um, and I want to use this later on, you know, talk about it and just kind of go down that road of um, what's what is, uh, accepted in the old traditional ways versus how we can, um, make a few minor adjustments to today's funeral, um, practices rather than trying to make stuff up as we go along. So I did mention this in, um, season two where we would need like funeral, um, uh, like, like a handbook on how to conduct it properly you know, cultural, culturally, come on tongue. But anyways, I guess my tongue is getting tired. It's like, all right, hurry up, man. Go on to the next subject. So that was, um, subject number six, that was losing Navajo funeral processes or practices I should have wrote. But anyways, um, so we'll go ahead and jump on to our last subject of the night. This one's going to be Navajo inflation.